this is Andrew bringing you another Keyforge deck reveal. This one is going to be Crawley Breadland Centurion. And I opened this up at uh, the first weekly sealed event that I've been to at a local store. Well, the first one that this particular store has run. So that was fun. Uh, I opened it up. I went 3-1 and uh, got beat by a friend at the very end, which was uh, pretty fun. So anyway, this is Crawley. Breadland Centurion. It has Saurian, Star Alliance, and Logos. And let's get to it. We have Daughter, two power cyborg scientist with Elusive. She says during your draw card step, refill your hand to one additional card. Uh, we have Eddie, Eddie, 4x4, four four, three power AI scientist. When you play Eddie, you archive a card and your opponent's keys cost plus one amber for each card in your archives. Really nice key control card there. Hapsis is a five power mutant scientist with five, uh, I said five power. And after an enemy creature is destroyed, fighting Hapsis, ward Hapsis, and draw a card. Good, uh, some good board control with a draw benefit in Logos. Um, I always like with Hapsis if I can get something that will ward it first. Um, yeah. We shall see. Quant is a three power human scientist with Reap. You may play one non logos action card this turn. Of course, if you get a card like this, you want to look at what action cards do I have that could qualify for that. And this, this deck has some nice ones. Sanitation Engineer is a four power cyborg scientist with Hazardous One and reap discard a card from your hand. That's a good sorting mechanism. Uh, I think people undervalue that. It's also okay to just throw this at an enemy creature as well. Then we have two copies of Twin Bolt Emission. This is a an action with a bonus amber and when you play it you deal two damage to a creature and two damage to a different creature. Really, uh, really nice for controlling the board, you know, getting rid of small creatures. It's also really excellent in this set, in Worlds Collide, for getting rid of wards on creatures. Uh, two damage to drop a ward before you do something like maybe kill it with Hapsis uh, is a pretty useful tool. Then we have a three of, we have three of Wormhole Technician, and this is a three power cyborg scientist with Reap. Reveal the top card of your deck. If it is a Logos card, play it, otherwise archive it. This is fantastic with the Edie because, well, first of all, it's just good. If you have three of these on the board and you reap three times and you are taking the top three cards off your deck, playing the ones that are Logos and archiving the rest, that is a fantastic deal. And if you also are increasing your opponent's key cost based on the ones in archives, it's an even better deal. So this is, a, this is a really nice to keep on the board. And I haven't seen enough people being excited about it, but I think it's very good. Mini Group Think Tank is a three-power robot experiment with two armor. I like this better than the normal Group Think Tank. So the normal Group Think Tank is a little bigger, but it has action, uh, deal four damage to a creature that shares a house with one of its neighbors. Mini Group Think Tank is play, fight, reap, deal eight damage to a creature that shares a house with two of its neighbors. So it's a little more limited in what you can target. If you have board control, then it's a little rough because you might end up plinking yourself. Um, and, uh, you know, you can just leave this sitting there, not use it. Or sometimes you can have it reap and kill itself. Um, 
you know, there are ways to deal with it, but uh, if you can, you know, if your opponent does have three big, and if you have board control, the, the nice thing is it means that if your opponent drops three creatures on the board, they're going to be next to each other. So it, it can be quite good. Okay, then we have, last one in Logos, we have Neutron Shark, which is a one power beast and mutant with play, fight, reap, destroy an enemy creature or artifact and a friendly creature or artifact. Discard the top card of your deck. If that card is not a Logos card, trigger this effect again. Uh, the interesting thing in, you know, with Worlds Collide Out now is if there are words on the table, whether on your side or the opponent's side, hitting, you know, destroying something with this just removes the ward. Um, so sometimes you have to hit an opponent's thing twice to get it off the board, or sometimes you can trade, quote-unquote, one of your creatures without actually trading it because you just pop the ward. So interesting interactions there. And Neutron Shark is, in my opinion, just a very fun card. Alright, now let's talk about the Saurian. Okay. Brutadon Auxiliary is a 6-power beast with Taunt and Hazardous 2. Pretty simple. Good for protecting some of your nice creatures like Daughter or uh, the Wormhole Technicians. Maybe even Hapsis or Edie. Odoak is a 5-powered dinosaur politician with play capture 1, and while it has amber on it, your amber can't be stolen. This is great protection against shadows. Okay, we have three copies here of Phalanx Strike. Phalanx Strike gives you an amber, you choose a creature, and you deal 1 damage to it for each friendly creature, and you can exalt a friendly creature to repeat that effect. Uh, this is, yeah, really nice board control. I've used it to exalt Odoak when, you know, there wasn't anything for him to capture so that he could still protect me from steel. Um, yeah, obviously exalt is always a risky effect, but if you have board control, it can become a little less risky. Red or Gallon, we have two of those. Three power dinosaur philosopher with play. Your opponent's keys cost plus three during their next turn. And Reap, you may exalt Retor Gallum if you do, your opponent's keys cost plus three during their next turn. Um, yeah, this is re really good key control. Uh, obviously, the exalt effect mitigates the, the damage you do to your opponent a little bit, but um, if you, the, the on play is just boom, immediate. And if you are in the late game or, or whatnot, then that reap effect, you know, exalting him is probably worth it. So, pretty good. The Golden Spiral is uh, an artifact and location, and you exhaust it to exalt a friendly creature and, and ready and use that creature, which is, yeah, again, really nice. Often really useful to do this to one of your non-Saurian creatures, especially in this deck. I feel like getting it on the Wormhole Technician or some of the Star Alliance stuff that comes up later is really good. But uh, I used it once on a Red Orgallum and didn't feel too bad about that. Tricerian Legionary is a 5-power Dinosaur Soldier with 1 armor, Taunt, and Play Ward a Friendly Creature. Really nice. City-state interest is an action, when you play it, each friendly creature captures one amber. And again, if you have board control, this can be just really devastating. This is really good if you're playing against Saurian decks that, uh, you know, have maybe like city-state interest, not city-state interest, that's what this is, but Axiom of Grisk. 
because now your creatures are pretty much all protected against that and they just don't have a word wipe, which can be pretty good. Uh, Stomp is an action with a bonus amber. When you play it, you deal five damage to a creature. If this damage destroys that creature, you have to exalt a friendly creature. So uh, I've used it in conjunction with the Phalanx Strike to not have to exalt something and then kill something with the Phalanx Strike uh, to finish it off. Um, sometimes you don't mind exalting if you're getting that sweet, sweet board control or if you have Tribune Pompatus out. Tribune Pompatus is a four power dinosaur politician with two armor. It says each friendly creature gets plus two power for each amber on it. Uh, which, you know, if you are using city-state interest, if you have some of these other, you know, you're exalting or capturing, that can be really impressive. Uh, you have to remember, <laughs> there are a lot of things in this game that just flat-out destroy things, so it's it's not, doesn't mean the creature is totally safe, but it's pretty good. And before Tribune Pompatus fights, you can exalt him to give him that extra power. Alright, on to Star Alliance. And there's really good synergy here, too. We have First Officer Frayne, who's a four-power human with Play, Fight, Reap. A friendly creature captures one amber. Really good with the Tribune Pompatus. Really good um, against cards like Axiom of Grisk. Uh, yeah, just keeps, keeps you in control of the amber situation a bit more. We have two copies of Light of the Archons. This is an upgrade with a bonus amber, and it gives the creature plus one power and plus one armor for each upgrade attached to it. So if you have both of these attached to a creature, you're already at plus four power, because one, two, one, two, and, pl and plus four armor as well. Uh, and we have some other upgrades coming as well. None in the other houses, but we have some coming in Star Alliance. So uh, yeah, this is pretty bonkers. Medic Ingram is a three power human with play, fight, reap. You may heal three damage from a creature and ward it. Uh, this is becoming one of my favorite cards in this set. If you get it in a board control deck, especially with dinos, it's just really powerful. Calvin is a two-power robot with one armor with and uh, fight, reap, draw a card. But Calvin can also be played as an upgrade instead of a creature uh, with the text, this creature gains fight, reap, draw a card. I like this really well as an upgrade. Uh, you don't get that amber benefit, but or the armor benefit rather but I, I really like it as an upgrade. And often, let's say you have Medic Ingram out, you can put Calvin on Ingram, immediately reap and draw a card, and you know be warding something, and it really increases the value of a card like Ingram. Helmsman and Spears, we have two of these. Two power human with fight, reap, discard any number of cards from your hand. Draw a card for each card discarded this way. Uh, this is really powerful if you pull it off. I mean, drawing, you know, uh, Discarding four cards, drawing four new cards, potentially, or uh, th you know, three, whatever. Um, three cards that aren't of your active house, and then you draw three more cards. One of them is probably going to be of, your, of Star Alliance. It's, it's good. It's real good. And, you know, this wouldn't even be necessarily a bad target for Golden Spiral, right? To, to get that uh, discard and maybe get some more Sarian stuff. Information Officer Gray is a four-power human. With Play, Fight, Reap, you may reveal a non-Star Alliance card from your hand. If you do archive it, this is fantastic with the Edie. Um, and, and again, we're just speeding up our deck, and we're setting ourselves up for fantastic turns later. Really good. I just It's crazy to me how many of the Star Alliance things are Play, Fight, Reap. Uh, it, it makes them very fast, and I love it. Uh, quad Recorder is an upgrade that says your opponent's keys cost plus one amber for each house represented among friendly creatures to a maximum of three. This is really good uh, key control, right? And 
you can put this on an enemy creature, although I've only ever gotten it in decks that tend to do pretty good board control. It, but because this doesn't say the creature gains, uh, you can put it on an enemy creature and it still benefits you because you're still the controller of the upgrade. Uh, but typically in this deck, I, I would just put it on one of my own creatures because I'm almost always in board control. Uh, Quintrino Flux is an action. When you play it, you choose a friendly creature and an enemy creature. You destroy the chosen creatures and each creature with the same power as either of the chosen creatures. Uh, good, good board wipe. Again, not always super useful in this deck because if, if you have board control, then you probably, it might not be worth it to play this. Also, this deck has a lot of threes. So if my opponent has a three on the board, I might, you know, really feel like discarding this is the right move. Science Officer Morpheus is a really great card if you can keep it on the board with this deck. Two power uh, shapeshifter scientist with one armor, and after you play a creature with the play effect, you trigger its play effect an additional time. It's really good. We'll come back to that in a second. Um, I want to look at some of the synergies in here. So Encounter Suit is an upgrade after an action is played, but before it resolves, ward this creature. It's easy to forget about this, but this is a, a pretty powerful effect. Uh, and that puts us at potentially, if we count the quadrocorder as well as the Calvin, five upgrades, right? So you can have a creature, if you have all five of the upgrades on the creature, then it's going to be uh, plus 10 power and plus 10 armor, which is insane. Okay, so let's look at synergies. We have the, I talked about the, the upgrade synergies. Um, that's pretty cool. Uh, we have Science Officer Morpheus boosts our play effects from our creatures, so uh, Information Officer Gray benefits, Medic Ingram benefits, Frayne benefits, uh, Tricerian Legionary can give you two wards off of that, Red or Gallon boosts the cost by six with that, Odoac captures two, Neutron Shark hits twice, which is crazy, Mini Groupthink Tank hits twice, I think that's it. Oh, Edie uh, archives too with that. So uh, Morpheus is really good in this deck. If you can keep him on the board, he does a lot of work. Now, uh, then if you want to talk about key control, um, we, we have it in all three houses. No steel whatsoever. We have a bunch of capture, but really we're just about increasing those costs. And quarter quarter helps increase the cost as long as we have board control. Uh, Edie increases the cost based on archives, and we have a lot of archives because of the wormhole technicians as well as the information officer, Gray. And uh, yeah, the wormhole technicians, totally crazy. And then our last key bumper, key cost bumper, is the Retor Gallon. And, you know, we have ways to protect the creatures here that we care about, because we have two taunt creatures, we have some ward. So, uh, ways to make sure those stay alive, and that the key costs stay big. Um, and then lastly, I would just say it's worth noting we have good synergies with, the, with that golden spiral, because uh, it lets us use a creature, a non-Saurian creature on a Saurian turn, or use a Saurian creature a second time. Um, it's good with both red or gallons. It is good with something that has Calvin on it because you get that draw. Let me check on the dog. Looked. The dog is fine. All right. Uh, 
it's good with potentially neutron shark, although that would be pretty rare that I would want to do that. Probably same with mini group think tank, probably not what I want to do. Uh, get a capture with Frain, get a ward with Ingram, get an archive with Gray, draw cards with the Helmsman Spears, fight with a big creature uh, with Pompatus, uh, do the play or archive with Wormhole Technician, uh, get to play an action from Quant, uh, fight, get a ward, and draw with Hapsis. So there's just all these things that work well with Golden Spiral. Uh, just lots of value. So, um, yeah, all that to say, I would say this deck has some consistency. Um, it does pretty well at board control, although, you know, the playing I've done was in sealed. Uh, but it had pretty solid board control, good ways to plink wards off of things and then and then kill them. And uh, it also just felt like it almost always had something good to do and things that could work well together. Uh, and I think that's my favorite kind of combo deck, is one that doesn't need a big combo, but just has lots of... It's almost worth just calling it synergy rather than combos. It's just a lot of things that kind of... Uh, are all good and then when they interact together uh, are all slightly better than just the sum of the parts uh, and it can build into this amazing engine versus again you know the the kind of like uh, what you might call a true combo deck is something where okay if I hit this then this amazing thing happens but uh, I have to get, you know, but it's draw, very draw order dependent. This deck is not very draw order dependent because you just get good things and they work together well. Um, so yeah, that was Crawley Breadlands Centurion. Thanks for walking through it with me. Uh, I hope you enjoyed and that you'll get out and forge some keys.